what is my purpose? Why am I here? If I do go in the water, it will have to be because you called me. I will move only according to your word. It was a quick shift, a quick change. What is our heart's disposition towards God and towards his people? You feel a sense of purpose and responsibility and identity by those activities, the things that you're doing. And so if those things aren't there, if you're not able to do those things anymore, then there is a mindset that says, I have no purpose. We cannot avoid the traffic, the uncertainties, potholes, and the stop signs, but we can control our emotions and our responses. You are a minister of reconciliation. Mm, yes. <laughs> Be of good cheer, for it is only I standing on the water, man. Sure. I am chosen by God and I am loved. Everything that you have been taught, live it. Welcome to a new season inside of Roadblock Season 2 with yours truly, Nicolette Swaby. Looking forward to all that God will say to us in our Heart to Heart Conversations 2020. Voices are crying for truth. I recently saw one of my Facebook posts that I had written in 2017. It was somewhat of a declaration and prayer. It said... Jamaica shall operate and walk in her prophetic destiny, and no demon or warlock lurking in crevices and in the atmosphere will be able to stop it. Jamaica's God is the Lord, and she will not be stuck. We declare a loosing of the move of God in this nation, clear vision, sight, life to the dead, an awakening to the sleeping soldier. The watchmen on the wall will not slumber. On seeing this Facebook memory, I began to think of and perceive the prophetic destiny of not just my home country, Jamaica, but the entire world. You see, friends, God has a plan, and this plan did not begin when you were born. Oh no, his plan was in motion long before you or your loved ones came into existence. His plan did not begin with you or me. It began with him and will end with him. There are certain things to come up on the earth and no amount of praying, fasting, or prophesying will change it. You see, when we speak of the prophetic destiny of a nation, we oftentimes go to the good and how great our nation is wherever you may be from. We tend to believe that our nation is so powerful and great and will be good in the sight of God, on the Lord's side, declaring righteousness in a perverse generation. But have you ever stopped to consider that the prophetic destiny for your nation could be to side with evil and the powers of the anti-Christian system, a friend of the Antichrist? God knew the decision that Esau would make. Judas, Ananias and Sapphira, Babylon, the Philistines, Israel, the Gentiles, the church. He knew the decision each would make and their destiny was preordained before their birth. Your life has been experienced by God already and he knows the decisions that you would make up until your dying breath. Your destiny is already set. God sees it, he knows it, and it is ordained. 
God knew whether or not you would repent. He knew whether or not you would be in love with the world or in love with him. He saw what your preferences would be. He saw you. He saw whether or not you would love him with your whole heart and choose him above all. The prophetic destiny of a man is not designed as we go along. It is already set. God is not coming up with a plan. His plan is in motion. As we listen to the voice of God in this season, he reveals that which is to come upon the earth. There is much evil and terror ahead, but there is also a great harvest of souls. Those who are in God will not be afraid, for we know in whom our trust and our confidence lie. We're not shaken by the spiritual wickedness, witchcraft, evil policies, wicked intentions in the spiritual realm. We know how the story ends. We're not wishing or hoping for the mission to end a particular way. We already know. As such, we pray according to God's vision that is already set. The prophets of old did not prophesy their dreams and hopes. They declared the visions of God that God himself revealed to them. They were not driven by wishful thinking. Your wish may be to see everyone in this world just behave themselves and introduce Christian policies that will make your life comfortable and at peace. But that will not happen, my friend. Your need for luxury may just be your demise. There is a great sword and much evil ahead. The peace and joy that you seek will manifest when Jesus returns to set up his kingdom and that peace and harmony will only be enjoyed by those who are in God right now. When I was pregnant with my son, my husband and I were at home on what could be described as a peaceful day. I was watching a session from my church when suddenly I felt the worst pain ever and it rested on me like sand on a seashore and we knew it was time. Judah was about to make his appearance. But after all the pain and anguish and the travail, we had peace and joy seeing his little face and hearing his sweet cry. With all the pain felt, there was a great expectation. An expectation of a man-child. An expectation that a birthing is taking place. We knew what was to come. A child was to be birthed in the earth, and so with the travail and the pushing we were expecting to see. We're in a time of travail just like a woman about to give birth. You have to press, push, and hold fast to the expectation that what God said is about to come forth will come forth, and there is no stopping it. Everything he has outlined in his word is set in motion and is ripe for manifestation. Let's keep our eyes wide open for what God is doing and what he is about to do on this earth before his appearing. Only those who are lights in this world, those totally given over to the Father, will be able to survive the terror of the night. I say to you, Fear not. Our Heavenly Father will have a greater testimony in the earth. 
the children of God can rejoice because we see what is ahead. The army of the Lord is loosed upon the face of the earth and the fire of the enemy's mouth will not consume us. In the end, we win. We live and we reign with God, our King. Our Father has the greater testimony and the people will know it and they will see it. Hold fast to what God has said and be not deceived. See how God sees, embrace it, and you will not be manipulated by the enemy's devices and the world systems. I leave the scripture with you. 1 Thessalonians 5, reading from verses 1 to 11. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them, as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light, and the children of the day, we are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. Let us pray. Father, we honor you. We thank you that you are in us, you live in us, your plan is set in motion. We are a part of it and you will use us to activate your plan in the earth. We submit to your will, we submit to your call and we say let your will be done. Let your kingdom come on the earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to Roadblock. To find more of our heart-to-heart -heart conversations, listen in on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Play Store, and the Sunrise with Jesus app. Email us at roadblockpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Nicolette Swaby. Join me next time as we live out our story in the glory. In the glory.